Hey, LD. Hey, oh, sorry. Hey, Jay. <laughs> I feel like because I started out calling you Obi, but um, this is my first live and I had no idea how to wave back at you. So I was like, let me just join in and say hi to you physically. Oh, okay. How are you, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. Um, kind of just trying to get back into the Google things because I haven't been posting podcast content for a while. And like I've been taking a break from work, uh, actually vacation from work. So I go back on like Sunday. So I'm just like trying to get back into the flow of things and stuff. So. Hey, yeah. I feel you. You go back when Monday? Oh uh, no, uh, Sunday night. Yeah. Mm, that's a long vacation. Yeah, I, I was I was out for like what well, I started on like, um, what was it January third? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, let me take two weeks off, you know? <laughs> let me take two weeks off and then, like, not think about work. Uh, let me just enjoy myself, not, like, overdo it or anything like that. So I know people, like, you know, come into the New Year, they like to come in strong and everything. I was just like, nah, I ain't. I'm going to go on my own pace. Mean. Yeah, like, I'm going to go on my own pace, like, you know, just chill. Because I've been working consistently, like, almost double shifts for the past two, three months or something. And I'm just like, nah, I just need to, I need to relax. So, so when you say you took a vacation, did you like stay home or did you actually go somewhere or like it was yeah, a what, staycation? What, yeah, like what, what the coworker was asking like, where are you going? I said, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Um, I God, did. Sometimes you need that. Yeah, like I did originally want to go to... Um, up to Dallas mm-hmm. to see my uh, my best friend out there, but uh, I'm kind of out. I'm kind of in this weird, like trying to save money, trying to move out situation. Oh, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We're kind of in the same boat. So like, it's weird because it's like I do like you know I could you know I could put it to credit you know I could just like mm-hmm. okay let me just file for the credit. But then I'm just like, oh, nah, I could I could just hold out a bit. You know, I don't have to rush myself or anything like that. Let me just try to get my priorities straight. And um, yeah, so, you know, just trying to get back. I'm excited because um, I already have like some people already booked. And I wasn't even like trying hard too. I was just like, you know, there's people that send me up. It's like, yo, like, uh, I want to, I still want to be on the podcast, you know, things like that. And I was just like, yeah, like, you know, I still got y'all listed down and everything, but like, I didn't really like flesh out too many details for like right, the second right, season. Right. Cause I've been waiting, postponing, like trying to close out this last episode. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was like, damn, like, I need to put content out there, you know, not like rushing to put content out there, but I just need to put content out there. Right. That's usually how it goes when you're not, when you're least expecting it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then I was just like, it's crazy because like I was like, who should I put for the last uh, episode? I was like, well, let me put myself. Is that even a question? Like, come on. Yeah, let me put myself out there. So uh, I was uh, curious how you was gonna do it. Like, so you could be asking yourself questions, but I guess you know, that's you. You had it all. Yeah. Yeah, so, because uh, it kind of leaves like the stress of, like, you know, obviously it'd be dope if, like, you know, uh, Elise and everybody else was, like, because originally, like, because I, I should have done this, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, a uh, few weeks prior, maybe mm-hmm. to, like, Christmas and everything. Because right. I was thinking, like, you know, doing, like, a big Zoom live meeting of, like, 
all that like maybe all but whoever could be able to make it as far as like special guests that I had in my had previous in recordings. Right. Yeah, and like joined in and I'll be like kind of like dope. That's a big thing. But that'll be like I had to plan that like weeks in advance for me to like a reunion. you know plan. You always got yeah, like, a reunion at the end of the, the season. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, maybe for like the new se- the, the the second season for the podcast, I'll probably do that. But like, um, I still gotta flush out the recaps and everything like that. So uh, yeah, but I'm excited for the new year. I'm excited like just to be on like a better grind mode, like a mm-hmm. like a smarter grind mode, like uh, not to overwork myself. Like I'll work hard, obviously, because I'm a hard working person. I'm a go getter. I'm ambitious, but like go. to work to grind smarter and not harder you know right. and that makes sense so uh but how's how's uh 2022 has been treating you so far i know we're kind of like new into it but how's it been treating you so far it's been like amazing and weird all at once it's like usually i'm that person that's like i'm gonna have my goals figured out you know i'm doing recaps like i'm doing i'm boom 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 you know i'm working out like at the start of the year but then I fall off, you know, I'm one of those, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, all right? And I know there's a few of you out there too. But <laughs> I feel like this year, I don't know why, like everything's just kind of, I'm not even gonna lie, it's just been a blur. So it's like, I did not start out the new year like that. However, I did finally do a vision board, which mm-hmm. I don't know why it's been taking me forever because I've literally had all the stuff, like I like cut out, pictures of magazines like two years ago and just like been procrastinating like crazy and so I don't know this year it's like things that I've been like putting off it's like it's time to do them girl it's Mm. 2022 this is that year so I just feel ready pretty much because me I like me it is just me personally I don't go into every year thinking like oh this new year, new me thing. I don't go into that mindset. That's me. I, I, I do it like every day. It's like something. I could bring something to the table. I could do something. I could work on something. Oh. So it's not like a year thing. It's a day-to-day thing for me. Oh. So um, that's the mindset, like, you know, that I've been trying to, like, focus a little bit more on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying, like, every day has to be like, yo, I got to do something, do something. Like, in that sense, I mean, like, you know, you wake up, okay, do I have enough time to rest? Is my mind straight? Is right. my well-being intact? Right. You know, am I am I eating right enough? And I'm not saying I always be right, but I'm eating right enough uh, to to live by and just always be grateful for you know what the day brings. So um, that's one thing I've been talking to another close friend of mine. Uh, her name is Yoli. If she watches this, you know, shout out to Yoli. But um, you ain't do your. Uh... You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, but, <laughs> um, is that it's just knowing what to rest because, like, as we go older, it's like it's so important for me to rest, um, you know, because you know, this it's, it's crazy because, like, there's like there's a mode about me, I don't know how, how it is for other people, like, I'll grind, I'll grind, I'll grind, I'll grind. I like, you know, me doing the podcast, I'll do it like every week, every week, every week. And I don't see too many people doing stuff like every week like that. Right. So just, and especially booking people every week. I'm just like, right. You want it. Yeah. So like, and then there's a, there's a mode, maybe like a month or a season, not like a season uh, that's too far, but maybe like a month where I crash. So like, I'll be like, so when I crash, I kind of treat it as my time to rest, the time to recuperate, we strategize, things like that. So I don't really look at it as a bad thing, but I'm just like, damn, for like playing out content, trying to like, you know, even sending out to my editor, shout out to my editor, 
Uh, she's been doing an amazing job, like just holding it down. When every time I, I, I tell her like, yo, can you edit this? You know, she gets it done, you know, right on time for me. And um, so I'm always grateful to her for that. Nice. So, and then to have you and Elise to join in as a co-host, is like another grateful shout thing to too. Elise. Yeah, shout out to Elise. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm excited. Also, I have another one of my bros who's going to be in uh, also joining in for this first season for this first episode for the second season so he'll get a chance to see y'all too as well he's really dope too um he's an actor you know he's trying to get up in the world and acting and everything like that uh, he does skits and everything uh, he was in my he's been in some of my episodes of some of my recordings as well so he's a pretty dope you know energetic guy uh, just uh ambitious and everything like that so you'll get a chance to see him next week as well but um we kind of been on a tangent so uh this last episode is called the journey uh i like to usually start with my uh my you know my little tagline thing oh welcome everybody welcome to another episode of the black Film podcast uh this is your host obj where black careers are faced with a dose of reality there's my other co-host kiara you know say hi you know what i'm saying hey hey uh so and this t- black pill topic is called the journey for those who's joining in uh, it's pretty much the journey of what I've been through as an artist, as a creative, and also Kira will also share her experiences as, as her journey as as we're going older. You know, we being more of the millennial child of the world and things like that. Of like, you know, just how we've been just progressing on our journey and how it's been different for everybody. Maybe relatable for y'all too as well. And um, you know the you know what it was like for us the experiences we go through the trial and error the ups and downs the lessons and everything like that so um i'll probably start off first with me you know for those who don't know much about me or maybe do maybe a little bit uh, so i am a uh a visual artist um i started off sketching when i was about in I think second grade, if I'm not, no, no, I always been sketching, but like when my gift for, for sketching came out when I was like maybe four or five years old. So, and uh, my mom's trying to discover my talent for sketching because it kind of resonated out of from boredom. So I was just bored in my room. I was just like, I was like, yo, mom, I'm bored. I think I came back from school or something. I don't know what I was doing. And I, it was just me and my mom. So I, I don't know where my brother and sister was. Or maybe there was daycare or school. You I don't know what it was. You just blocked them out. You just forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, just know it's just, it was just me and my mom in the living room. And I was just telling her, I was like, yo, I'm bored. And all of a sudden, she just put out like a, a piece of paper and gave me a, a pencil. And she said, draw something. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, draw what? And she said, draw a chicken. Because my mom, if those don't know, she's Panamanian. I'm also Nigerian, so I'm a descendant of Nigerian and Panamanian, but mom is Panamanian. Um, so she said, draw a chicken. I was like, kind of weird. I was like, whoa, out of all things, you want me to draw a chicken? I was like, all right. So, and then I later found out that my mom had chickens raising up when she was growing up in Colón, Panama, where she she was uh, born and raised. And I was like, all right. So I do my first chicken. Uh, it came out really good, but I was really skeptical too. So I was just like, I actually cried over my first drawing. So I was, cause I was very hard on myself. Cause that's, I, cause I felt like I always could do better. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, it looks so great. It's just like, yo, my boy is a professional. Da, 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 you know, things like, you know, mom gave me the little right, pet talk, whatever. Right. She's like, we making it. And then, but like, to me, I was just like, you know, you know, it didn't look, it obviously looked great. Like, you know, 
now looking back, you know, mm-hmm. during that time, and I was just like, because I didn't think like I, my skill set at such a at an age like a four or five years old yeah. was like at such a, a like I would she would deem as a professional level, right. not like you know like crazy professional as you see now that, but no, like for but my age. Yeah, like I was that good. So when it resonated to like the schools and the students, it was just like, oh my gosh, like, yo, you're such a dope artist. You know, it was like word spread really fast about me being an artist. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's when I grew to love, you know, doing art. And, you know, a little bit fast forward, you know, uh, I got into digital art. I do graphic designs, uh, went to school for art, uh, a major in uh, communication design. Um, you know, eventually I dropped out of college at my senior year because I think, I didn't think school was for me. Yeah. So, you know, and then that's when I, I, I resonated into the world of entrepreneur, you know, doing, you know, uh, being a leader for creative teams, uh, now doing podcasts now, um, and things like that. So, uh, that's kind of like the quick gist of like my story of like childhood of becoming like a gifted artist until now. And so much of the things, so much happened in between that time. But like, also, I want to give time to share your experiences, your journey, uh, maybe as from a creative standpoint, I know you do like uh, paralegal or use, you know, but you could you could you can share your story as far as your journey, as far as, you know, the creative process and things like that. Yeah. OK, hold on one second. Let me just turn this fan off. Sorry. All right. I'm back. Um welcome back yeah well i mean right now i i feel like the start of 2021 is a new chapter for me i mean i feel like i'm rebranding myself like i'm choosing a totally different lifestyle which consists of doing whatever the fuck makes me happy like that's that's Mm. the space that i'm in right now i feel like for a long time i was living a life that perhaps wasn't necessarily mine or I wasn't so Mm. much in control, you know, like, I mean, I went to boarding school for 10 years in Pennsylvania. Like I literally lived in a bubble Mm. and just did a home, you know, like that wasn't my, that wasn't my life, you know? So even that graduating, you know, going to college, you know, and then going into the, to the corporate world. Like I saw myself as this, like, Everybody would always ask me to like, oh, like, why don't because, you know, I'm tall. So they would always ask, oh, why don't you be a model? But no, I saw myself as like a businesswoman, like climbing the ranks. You know, I'm going to be the CEO of some company and, you know, I'm going to work my way up in the corporate ladder and, and all of that. And then it was like, holy shit, I don't want none of this. Like, none of this is making me happy. I'm, I'm, I don't want none of this. And like, honestly... It's interesting that, you know, your whole story, you know, your creative process and, and all of that, because that's now the, the journey I'm embarking on is tapping into mm. my creative gifts and, and all of that. Um, I feel like so you, you was more like the business aspect yes, of life. I was yeah, more okay. like business, corporate nine to five, going to work every day, you know, like hustling, bustling. Like I was on the trains, like the rest of the people squished in there. Like I was doing <laughs> that life, you know, I was working those long hours, like doing all of that, busting my ass for what, for a dollar raise one day, like, you know, just like mm. not happy. And you know what? And I realized that's why I, I honestly, you inspire me. So kudos to you. Good shit to you. But nah, because I realized that like, 
I kept asking myself, like, why am I not happy? Why am I not happy? Like, I would go to the next uh, job, to the next job. I was making good money, you know, like good money. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to put all my business out there, but let's just say, (laughs) but like, why am I not happy? And I realized that personally for me, I can't speak for anybody else. I realized that I will not feel fully feel happy or truly happy and fulfilled until it's something that I create, you know, Mm -hmm. something that I create that's, that's from my own blood, sweat and tears. So that's why I wasn't happy at all of those jobs and places. And just, you know, I, yeah, it's, 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 it's a challenge. So it's time to shift gears. So I I want to ask a question because like, you know, um, a a lot of struggles that people face, especially, you know, know, it could be all around the world, this country, whatever you want to, how you want to phrase it is uh, financial, you know, um, you know, because that's not something that I kind of uh, grew up in. Uh, I was grew up in the, um, you know, just be a man, you know, work a job, you know, uh, contribute to the household or whatever, you know, my parents was living because my parents wasn't together. So I had a different sense of living, even though obviously uh, money wasn't like I had my ups and downs with money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to put my money business out there, but I was always in a service of giving and, you know, um, always thinking about other people, you know, you know, even times where like it been a detriment to myself at times. Mm-hmm. So when it came to like more of the finances, do you feel like um, it is a means towards maybe not happiness per se, but a means mm-hmm. towards um, a stable mindset, if that makes sense? Because <laughs> because. You know, obviously, I, you know, I want my, I want money. You know, I was like, you like, yeah, give me money. You know, what I'm saying, but you know, especially like, you know, pay me right, whatever. If I'm contributing, if I'm doing all these things right, and I'm working hard or working smarter, what the case would be, like, you know, I want to strive better. You know, and I think there's always a stigma with money and finances. Is like, you know, do better, try better. You know, if you make. A, I don't know, if you go to the 50K mark, go to the 60K mark, you go to 60, make the 70, 80, 100K, maybe to a million, whatever the case may be. And uh, for me, you know, I've talked to like millionaires, you know, uh, maybe billionaires, uh, but it was more so millionaires because of like just understanding their mindset mm-hmm. and like their household situations, their family dynamics, everything like that. And, you know, Obviously, money makes things more accessible, easier to pay off certain things, whatever. And then you probably have more problems with it, whatever case may be. But somebody will say, like, I would have more problems with having more money than, you know, be struggling, whatever the case may be. But I also think with, you know, talking to other people uh, and also me being in Nigeria, I went to Nigeria. I've seen, you know, the black market, everything like that. Um, is that even poor people have a way of living that they were still happy and fulfilled. Exactly. And like, they wasn't like, you know, they they made the, the most out of, you know, little what they had. Mm-hmm. So I saw a spectrum of what happiness looked like on living in the poor countries and what, you know, happiness, what they defined mm-hmm. and living in like the wealthy, you know, rich life things like that because we both we both people have problems anyways you know right. i see the rich people go on drugs overdose all this whatever mental case things Suicide. and the same thing for the people mm-hmm. yeah the same thing for poor people mm-hmm. so i always try to think like okay like 
what will make me happy? Because that was a question that you had in yourself. Like, what's making me, what's going to make me happy? And I always, what always, you know, what always led me back to that root was my passion, my creativity, um, things that like was bringing out more of my inner child. So regardless if I was rich or poor or whatever the case would be, it's like, drawing sketching doing art being a service to other people is what made me happy so i would i would value that more like than i guess anything as far as riches whatever obviously i'm, I'm always going to try to strive to be better right but i want to be striving better with a more clear mindset so right. regardless if i'm making money it doesn't it's not a detriment to my character my mindset or anything like mm-hmm. that so what's your thoughts about that as far as like finances because you know was you always not not always, but how was your journey as far as finances from younger to growing older now? Well, here's I'll say a few things, all right? I'm gonna try and make it quick because I could ran on this topic for a while. But the first thing I wanna say is money can buy happiness. Like my friend Erica said in the comment, wealth does bring happiness. It does. I feel like growing up, like we kind of talk about this a little bit, Jay, but like, you know, with picking apart, like, you know, some of the religious aspects and things like that. I feel like I grew up being taught money is the root of all evil. You know, money is the root. And now don't get me wrong. I see the problems money cause. Oh, trust me. Yeah, capitalism, everything like that. Right, like we all see the problems money cause. However, I feel like to be able to impact the world in the way that you may want to impact, like you need money to do that. You need money. Money gives you resources. Money gives you the ability. You want to open up a school for kids. Like that's a beautiful thing, but you need money to do that. Unfortunately, like, you know, you, so money, money does buy you happiness. It's, it depends on how you use it. Now, obviously, you know, it's, it's all a balance, but money can buy you happiness. So I do feel like it's important for us to tap into that aspect and, and try to get to the bag. Um, however, I also feel like money buys you happiness when you don't chase it. You know, when you don't chase money, that's when it buys you happiness. Like uh-huh. you said, when you chase your passion, that's what you're about. You're about chasing your passion. And that's when the money comes. That's when everything just flows to you. When you're so focused on money, that's when it is, it, it's a struggle. It doesn't happen as the way you want it to happen, you know? And so growing up, I've always been like, Growing up, I would say I used to be very tight with money. You know, my mom passed away. I didn't grow up with my my dad. Like, I didn't grow up with my family and stuff like that. You know, I did have to grow up a lot quicker than most. Like, I had to fend for myself, or at least I felt like it. Um, Mm -hmm. So... I used to be very like, okay, like I, I I always have to have money in my pockets. I can never be without, you know, like I need to always. So I used to be very stingy. I used to budget. We would go out to, I was frugal. I would be like 15 years old. We would go out to restaurants. I wouldn't get a drink. I wouldn't get lemonade. You know what I would do? I would get water, get put some sugar and some lemon and make my own <laughs> lemonade because I'm not paying for that. Like that's how yeah, I used yeah. to be. And when you hold on, my sister always be saying this, like when you hold on to money that tight, it is hard for money to come back into you, you know, when you hold on to it so tight. So I don't know. I do feel like my circumstances started changing. I started getting into workforce, started making money on my own and stuff. So I don't maybe that's why I just started being a little bit more free, you know, giving more. And I do feel like when I started giving more, not just money, but just time attention everything but giving in general like more mm. things started coming to me you know okay more yeah, blessings think, like, start coming to you so 
Yeah, well, uh, money I'm does good. help. Money helps you be able to give back in a way or do the things that you want to do or help other people in the way that you want. Like, I want to yeah. be able to give to a homeless person and not have to be like, damn, I can't give him 20 bucks. Because that's yeah. me right now. Five, 20, five bucks. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, I was like, I was like 20. Yeah. I was like, oh, if you want to give 20 bucks, you know. Yeah, yeah. dollar for you. No, I'm sorry. Please forgive yeah. me. No, I really, like, I don't want to feel like that, you know. Or, or if a family member needs help, like, I want to be able to help them and not have to resent it. Or damn, why are they asking me for money? Damn, I really don't got it. Yeah, um, you know? I've been through. I've been through that. Yeah, uh, I was. I was reading with uh, the the millennial millionaire millennial. If I hope I said that. <laughs> what? I don't know what you The million. No, I'm, I'm reading the person's comment uh, oh, about money comes oh. and goes and always have good intentions. Oh, the yeah. Millionaire. The millionaire. There we oh, go. I like oh, that play on words there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think it's just having a good attention and a good mindset. Uh, it always stems from the mind for yeah. me. Uh, mind and energy is a big thing for me, yes. uh, you know, because uh, it's like any area in like, you know, a professional, creative, whatever, things like that. It's like, or even me, like starting a YouTube channel, whatever the case may be, people will come in with the, the mindset with YouTube, not not me per se, but like other people I've seen, they'll be like, damn, I want to hit like 100K. I want to hit like... Um, you know, get all these followers and things like that, like that. But if you're not enjoying the content, if you're not, you know, letting it come to you, then you just kind of, your, your, your focus is going to be shifting. And now the content is not as good. You're not as ha- having as much fun or anything like that. You know, the same thing for me as an artist, you know, uh, because uh, I had a love for art, you know, uh, and it was just strictly art. It wasn't like when it was transitioning to business. Right. But when it transitioned to business, I lost the passion and love for art and then was strictly focusing on more of the business aspect and not enjoying the art and the process mm-hmm. of it. So uh, and, and you could talk to a lot of artists and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, creatives that, that are they, they, they go through the same uh, yeah. or similar phase. For sure. It's like, how do you balance that back? You know right. what I'm saying? Because. There's times when I do art and I'll be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I'll be like, you know, I love you, but I don't, I don't love you like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, and I had that weird phase. Even that there was a phase where like I quit doing art because there was a lot of pressure. It was like, you know, people asked me to do these, all these things or whatever. Um, and um, what gave me, you know, what rolled me back to it was my mom because it's like, like she remembered like. She remembers the the kid part of me, the like, kid was just part, like right. yeah, like when I was in my room and I would just be so laser focused doing art, and I'll be yeah. like, damn, just, and then my mom's like, yo, what happened to that? He's like, like you just don't love art, you just da da or whatever. And I was just like, you know, I was like, I was like, mom, you know, this people got on my nerves, you know, I was like, this people got on my nerves, you know, and um, it was just the frustration of trying to build a business and trying to build my passion, you know, and trying to like conjoin them so mm-hmm. when i lost sight of that um i was just like damn like you know i gotta like you know reel myself back you know uh even when i transitioned to doing to digital art digital art was really dope for me because like i was very like old school you know just pencil paper just give me it i'll get it done you know what i'm saying but then uh learning all these different processes from that to doing graphic designs and everything like that I learned how to just thoroughly enjoy the process because, you know, you can always be there for the outcome, the finished product, which, you, you know, you really believe mm-hmm. when it's out there and it's done. But then, you know, and I think that kind of correlates to what I'm saying about the journey is like, you know, enjoying the process, like enjoying right. the steps, like, you know, enjoy, you know, meeting friends, networking with them, you know, seeing how things go. So, uh, you know, if you have a question for me, but I have a question in mind that I had was also about uh, 
the what you call like the we call it like the the hard point of life where you just felt like you wanted to fall out for you because I know it was mostly like a lot was business oriented business kind of like mindset. What point of your life did you feel like you had a hard point where you're just like, damn, I don't I don't feel like doing business no more. I don't want to think about business or anything like that. What? I felt like my whole life. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you that I used to wake up and be like, why is life so hard? But yeah. not. Nah, um, but what was like the like the hard point that made you like I yeah, would yeah. say, I would say, no, I, I, I feel you. I would say, um, like, I would say joining the corporate world, right? Because I realized that I am somebody that like craves freedom, like, mm. and so you know, I hate being restricted. Freedom. You know, no, not sorry to cut your freedom in what sense? Because uh, people use the word very broadly in freedom. Freedom in what aspect? Like, okay, in the aspect of like. We, you know, okay, like you, you know, you work, work, work. You've been working crazy nonstop. You've been working, you know, and then you have to, you know, ask for permission for a measly old week vacation to go <laughs> and like, you know, try and fit all your three to four or five months of hard work into a week of just resting, you know, mm-hmm. and then you come back and then right back into the ground, like, yeah. I, like, all the restrictions, you know, even, oh, you got to take your lunch break at this time to this time. Like, I just, oh, oh. I just, I don't know, I guess like, yeah, mostly my waking point came in terms of business and just and like, too, like I have mentors that they have taught me so much in, in the sense of like, they kind of help show me the truth about like how like the world works, especially in a business sense, like, you know how how school is conditioning us to join yeah. the, the world as employees. You know, so like once you also realize, like, oh shit, like this was also designed like this. Like, no wonder I'm not happy. No wonder I look around and none of my coworkers are happy. Like, you mm. know, it's the same story. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. That was probably my wake up moment. But what about you? Because uh, I also, you know, you bring up a good point because I also think about, you know, school in different areas of life. It's just such a pathological sequence of things. And I'm just like, damn, I feel like a robot. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you are. You know, I'm at work, you know, you know I'm, it feels like everything what I'm saying and doing is really routine. You got to look at this policy, you got to look at this thing, whatever. But, you know, I'm not enjoying myself thoroughly. In the part. Obviously, I'm grateful because obviously I need money. I need to do I need to work with her because, you know, uh, I don't I don't like to put myself. I don't like to think with this mindset, too, because, you know, people say like, you know, like be grateful because, you know, other people in the world, you know, whatever, things like that. You know, I, I don't like to put myself in that mindset because mm. I, it's obviously there. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not oblivious to it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not oblivious to people that, that has it worse than I do or have it better than I. That's not the point. But I just look at my circumstances, my thing, my pace and what I have to do to be better so I can help others. That's what I'm saying. I'm always um, I, I have no problem being a service to other people. But what am I doing individually to make sure that I'm intact right. so, so that I can help others so that, you know, because we uh, I, I 100 percent guarantee you a, a lot of people pass by a homeless person. And, you know, or passed by somebody struggling or something like that. Or even people around our circle, friends, coworkers, whatever. Mm-hmm. We, all, we, we are surrounded by that constantly. Mm-hmm. But I think about, damn, like, okay, there's a pathological thing going on with, you know, work, whatever, even education system, whatever. And I sometimes get into the mindset, okay, 
if I break out of that, you know, we I mean currently in the process or, you know, building phases of being an entrepreneur or whatever, um, how do I break out and then start a routine that's not so conducive to like America's like, I guess, standard or whatever, or what our parents taught us or whatever the case may be. So I always, I always go through that kind of juggling phase of like, you know, you know, you just got to play in the work. You got to grind. You got to do something, you know, whether you're working or I'm working or whatever the case may be. And uh, we're in a place that's like, you know, we uh, obviously we should be grateful for whatever that we're making money doing these things, things like that, but also doing little actionable things as well. So that we don't always feel confined to one circle thing, because there's people all there's people out there that just only just know work. You just work, go home, do their thing, whatever. Work, go home, whatever, and that's that's all they like, and that's fine. If that's what they have, if they want to live that way, nine to fives, they want to work up the the ladder, whatever case it be. But me, I always feel like you know I don't mind it, but you know I had I worked so many different jobs, you know retail, um, uh, I worked at a gym. I worked at the airport. I worked so many different jobs. And you think like, damn, you got so many skill sets. I'm just like, yeah, but like, it wasn't, like, obviously I could carry those skills in other areas of my life, but it wasn't always conducive to my passion. So that's why I hear people complain like, oh, it's just like, yeah, like I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm building my skills. And it can be useful. It can be useful in other areas, maybe. Uh, you, you, You pick up, you know, or be gain knowledge and learn from other people. Right. Like you said, like yourself, you had mentors and things like that. So there are some useful utilities under your belt with it, but then you're still, you're still a robot within that mechanism. You know what I'm saying? And how do you break from it? How do you work on it so that, you know, you're still following your passion. And then that's something that I had to, to kind of balance because like, so much of the nine to fives working 40, 50, 60 plus weeks right. is like taking up a lot of your energy too. Right. But you still, I'm still trying to find time to like squeeze in. Okay, I'm doing podcasts. I'm I'm trying to get back to doing, you know, uh, uh, art related stuff right. and things like that. Not to mention so, family, social life. Oh, man. Doctor's appointments. You got to oh, return man. stuff to the post office. Not to mention all these other little nuances that you got to, you know, I get it. Yeah. So there's a lot of these like, um, you know, situations and uh, family matters and things like that. And the things that, you know, life is unexpected. So there's also unexpected moments that happens as well. So what was it like for you to, because you're, you're still, I guess, in the transitioning phase of like leaving the corporate America and trying to find your uh, way into 2020, trying to find new goals, aspirations, things like that. Like, so what are tangible things that you feel like you're doing or a little bit of actions or things that you're doing that you feel like you're working towards at least creating ideas or just starting somewhere or trying to move yourself forward in that direction? Right. Um, I would say a big thing right off the top of my head, um, meditating. And I know that may not be like the answer that people are expecting and stuff, but I feel like for me, I, I know like my temperament. I know who I am. Like I, I get drained very easy. Like I'm an empath. I absorb a lot of energy. I love people, but I do take on a lot of energy. So I get very drained very easy. And sometimes when I'm not taking care of my body, myself, giving back to myself, resting, Mm -hmm. I shut down. And then I don't want to talk to nobody at all. Don't even touch my phone. Don't, I, I don't even want to talk, like, don't do nothing. Like, seriously, yeah, yeah. that's that's how I get. D&D? 
you don't want to be like that. You know, like you got to find yeah. a better balance, how to give to people, but also give to yourself so that you have enough, you know, for yourself. So I feel like um, meditating, that is something big for me that like I have been trying to be consistent at and I've been getting pretty consistent at it. And I, I for me, it's like, it helps to silence everything out, you know, and, and ideas come to me, thoughts come to me, answers come to me. You know, I, I do use it as a lot of time to pray, speak to my, you know, speak to God, speak to my spirit guys, my spirit team. Like a lot of stuff comes to me when I meditate, I, I'm silencing my mind, blocking out the world to focus on, okay, what do I need to do? You know, create my to-do list. Like I'm just more in the zone. So that's one big thing that I feel like I've been doing more. And Honestly, I would say like this is interesting that you the first thing you talked about getting on this call is rest because I feel mm -hmm. like that has been a major theme in my life. And yeah. and I was actually just thinking to see it's so funny how the world works because I was actually just thinking to myself this morning in my meditation like all right, Key, like why, you know, like asking myself questions and stuff like that. Like, you know, like why, why do you feel like this? Or, or how come it's hard for you to rest sometimes or just take a break off? Or like, like I was looking at my schedule. That's what I was doing. I was filling out my schedule and it was just like, every day I have something. And it's like, I don't watch these. Like, mm. when did you get like, you know, like, but I'm tired. Like, I don't want to do all these things. And it's like, Key, when did you get like that? Like, I, I was thinking, you know, I used to, do sports three years or I mean uh three three seasons straight you know back to back like multi-sport mm. athlete like I was doing chores two two times a day like I was going mm. outside doing physical activity like hanging like I was always my life was always super busy right I always mm. felt like I performed the best at a high speed so I was like mm. so what is wrong with me now why do I feel like this when I'm constantly doing all this stuff and it was like holy shit because you got so tired, you got mm. so drained. I was performing at such a high speed for so mm. long that I got so tired. And now I'm yeah. like, it's me. I it's I got it's me. I'm the focus. Like it's it's all back on me. So now I am like resting and just taking time for Kiara. Like it's you know, like you take you take a week off and you feel like, damn, I'm so unproductive. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? But it's like, what the a week off? You literally yeah. been working three weeks straight, four weeks, three months straight, no break. And you take a week off and you feel like you're unproductive. Like, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah, I, I, I had that mindset, too. I was just like I was taking the two weeks off from work that I'm currently <laughs> in right now. And I'm just like, I was like, should I do something? And I kept putting my in my 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 mind in like a working machine, like you know, just just do something, do a little bit of something, do a little. And I was just like, nah, 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 just hold it off, hold it off. And I and I kept pressuring because like you know, it's that workers mentality, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because I was the same boat, you know, you know, me being a former athlete, I, I'm doing a lot, a lot more things that I used to. But then I also understand I'm in a different phase in my life then right. than I am now, and the pacing that I'm going and then was is not the same as I'm doing now. So I got to operate in how I'm growing in my phase now. Um, while still obviously keeping some things intact and whatever yeah. things like that, but I'm still growing in a different way. So mm -hmm. understanding that, understanding my evolution, understanding uh, my priorities are very different as well. 
and how do I operate? How do I organize? How do I uh, re-strategize and things like that? So I had to understand the different paces that I'm going because I was the, like, you know, same, we go with same, similar things that I was going with you as like workaholic, you know, like. Same, same, but I, different. Yeah, like, I, trust me, I, I, I was working out, I was going outside, I was finding any excuse to go outside, any excuse, whether it's uh, uh, hanging out with my friends, playing sports with my friends, excuse you, um, uh, just whatever. And, uh, and, I, and I liked it. But then, you know, but I had the energy to compensate. Right. Obviously, I was tired at times, right. but I had the energy to compensate for that. But when I'm getting older, I'm not moving as much. I'm not moving as fluidly and everything like that. So I have to understand my different evolutions and stages of life and uh, what comes first and um, just setting everything else in stone. So uh, let's see, what, how much time we have left? We have about 15 minutes. So... The next thing I want to talk about as far as the journey is, um, uh, I guess, yeah, we could talk about the friendships, you know. Um, right now, I have, like, obviously, I have incredible friends, but, like, in the, that hasn't always been the case. Um, there's times where, like, I was just more comfortable being the loner, like, just mm-hmm. being to myself, um, not really talking to anybody, because the more people that occupy my space, the more my mind will consume with their thought process and their expressions right. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me being uh, a caring person, you know, I wasn't always caring. Sometimes I'd be like, you know, just leave me alone. You know, I don't know what time you're on, but, you know, whatever. And, but as I became more vulnerable and more open to them, I'd be like, damn, like, there's a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maintaining friendships, whether even like past relationships, whatever the case would be, family, it's all work. And, you know, you pretty much never stop because like, even like now we're, we're sort of killing, we're doing this podcast, whatever the case may be, but then you're still thinking of stuff. Like, you know, um, I had my uh, father call me earlier about, you know, apartment stuff, whatever. I mean, like, oh, that's all about. I had my brother, he, he was, he was here, but um, he went out to play basketball at a, at a gym somewhere. And, you know, I was thinking about him. I was like, yo, you good? Blah, blah, blah. We was playing a little bit of Call of Duty, you know, um, having a little bonding time, whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, there's something at work where you're just thinking of something, but then you're always trying to balance out. So, okay, like, like I said today, it was like brother, father, thing about apartments, podcasts, whatever. Next day, what, obviously, whatever it brings next day is whatever it brings next day. Mm-hmm. So how for you, when it came to like, you know, um, I know I kind of went on a bit of a tangent, when it came to like friendships, and uh, the progression of that throughout your journey as far as uh, maintaining friendships, losing friendships, uh, uh, your your friendship circle now. I know your sister, I think she was on here earlier. Uh, yeah. Shout uh, out to Key. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, My yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, how is your relationship and evolution and process as far as your, your friendship has been throughout your journey? Why you had to go there, Jay? Nah, um, I mean, it's been very interesting, Um, especially this year. I would say when I turned 27, like complete awakening in the friendship department. And um, it's like it's bittersweet, you know, it's like it's, it's bitter because you know, I, I I love I love y'all, but I'm realizing 
friends that is not going to be able to come with me in this next chapter. You know, I'm realizing mm-hmm. friends that have may have already served their purpose, friends that I can't take with me, friends that, you know, don't have my best interests at heart, you know, and it's sad to, to know that or to think that, but it's the truth. Everybody can't go with you, you know, everybody is, is not always going to support you, you know, and so mm-hmm. it's bitter because I see those friends, you know, I know who those friends are like I, I know that there's friends that I, I can't take with me and have to let go um so that's sad it's sad to know that some friendships are going to come to an end you know because obviously they were your friend for a reason you know so at one mm-hmm. point in time you guys were really close um so that but it's also sweet in the sense that like I will say since turning 27, I've also met a whole bunch of cool friends, even before that, like random, mm. maybe on the train or just at a plant shop, like just random, <laughs> random connections that end up yeah. you're like, holy shit, like, I feel like I've known you forever, you know? So, mm. it, so like that part is cool too, seeing, you know, things being replaced, but the new coming in, you know? So that's cool. But what about you? I'm, I'm saying, well, that. Um, yeah, like, you know, there's times where, like, uh, you just kind of mutually distance from a friend and you don't really keep in contact with them or everything like that. And then when you try to do that, you know, they don't really respond or whatever. And then, you know, you just kind of like know your place and they're just like, you know, just let it be, you know, if they want to come back to you, they don't, then whatever. But it's, you know, uh, hopefully it's out of, for me, it's out of respect, you know, so uh, if you want to come to my life, you want to leave, that's up to you. Um, I have no qualms or quarrels about you or anything like that. I don't want to project anything negative about them. You know, just whatever I got to do to work on myself to be a better person. And people want to, re- you know, reflect on that. People want to vibe with it. People want to just see me for a season and just learn from me and experience me and then just want to branch out. It, that's cool, too. Right. So there's not always a negative aspect about it as far as, you know, people being there for a season or maybe a week yeah. or whatever the tension being. Or even like coworkers, you know, I told I you know, I tell my coworkers this because uh, some of them, I, you know, I, I treat them as friends as well. Uh, I was just like, you know, once I dip, I don't know if I know y'all like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's facts though. Like, you know, that's facts. Yeah, so like, there'd, there'd be some, obviously I keep in contact and they have my social media and everything like that. But like, you know, and like I said, they have, there's, I have no problem with them reaching to me. Like I had uh, somebody just DM me um, earlier that I haven't talked to, like, I don't really talk to like that at all, to be honest. Um, but she's still treating me as a friend and she opened up to me and I was just like, Oh, it's like, yeah, what's up? And she said that, you know, she lost contact with people that, and she said like, yo, you are the only one that I really truly believe as a, like a good friend. Right. I was like, Oh, you know, that's what's up. And then she's starting her business and she just telling me her ideas for her business. Like it's just really from the ground up, like just projecting ideas for the business. Right. And she trusted me with the, that kind of information, you know? So like, it goes to show you that regardless of how long you have not talked to somebody, somebody will be able to, you know, reach back to you and like, you know, cause they see the qualities of you as a friend or what you could bring to them and uh, the service that you could bring to them as well. That, that, that still ch- they cherish and they didn't want to live on and they right. want to kind of maintain that friendship. Right. So, you know, and I have friends that just like, we just come into my circle and I'm like, uh, I don't really like their energy. 
But I was just like, all right, let me just give them opportunity. But then, you know, it was kind of like shaky. And then I kind of just like, I didn't give them no time or energy like that. So I had my, you know, ups and downs with friendship. There's people that like, they came into a circle. It started off good, but then it ended off like really toxic and weird and everything like that. And it brought out sometimes the worst in me too. So I was just like, damn, I was just like, I said, so I thought, I, I, you know, I treated it as a lesson after the fact you know when i was younger i was just very like you know what's going on i, I try not, not be a part of the situation whatever the case may be yeah. so you know but you know looking at back at it now it was just another experience you know like you know uh you gain some lessons through the struggle as well and so but now in my stage of life i'm grateful for a lot of the friends that i'm meeting a lot of people that's like reaching out to me, you know, want to, you know, either help them out or just be a part of life or just to vibe with them. Mm-hmm. Just talk, just whatever, just check in, even check in, like just say like, yo, how you doing? How you, how's things with this? How's things with that? Whatever the case may be. So right. I, I kind of appreciate that. But then I'm not in a phase of like, I need a friend. I need a friend. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, no. yeah. So I'm just letting it come naturally, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, you know, uh, I guess doing the, like what they call the vibe check or whatever, things like that. And like, you know, and then making sure that whatever side that they're showing me is genuine. That's yeah. always important. Okay. Because, That's- you know, I could be seeing one side of somebody the next day they could show another side, but I'm hoping that's genuine. It's like, regardless of the, this a part of them, a day where they're just very moody or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at that person and be like, damn, like, you know, what's wrong with this? Because they may be going through something. I don't know all their history. I don't know their story. I don't know whatever they're going through. Right. So I, I that's one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm very keen on as far as friendship is perspective. It's like, you know, looking at different aspects. Because like one side of me is just like, uh, right now I'm chill, I'm calm, whatever. But then, you know, you see the other side where I'm just goofy, you know, even when we was hanging out bowling or whatever. You saw like another side of me that was just like very, huh? Just letting them know how I won. It's cool. Go ahead. No big wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, showing the side of them that was like goofy, not like so business minded, whatever. So, I want people to appreciate whatever side or whatever side they show me or I show them is just genuine. It's coming from the heart, and I'm growing. You know, we're not perfect. We go through the failures or whatever. So, I appreciate the people that's in my life right now, currently, as far as yeah. friendship. I feel that. And, uh, the last question that I want to close out with is, oh, do you have a question? I don't, I don't know. I, I sure like do. Oh my God. Yo, you literally must've just read my mind because <laughs> whatever question you was going to have, I was going to be like, you know what? I was going to hear it first and I'd be like, you know what? No, Jay, I got a question for you because okay, okay, you're okay. wrapping up and yeah. I want to know, you know, I'm curious. Here's my question. Like, I want to know, you know, how you felt in the beginning, because this is, this is, a monumental moment, honestly. You know, this is like year of you following a passion that you have, you know, a, a dream mm-hmm. that you have, like giving back to the world. So I want to know, like, what was those feelings like in the beginning, pre-podcast, like working up the courage to start and, and put yourself out there, you know, versus now, a year later of doing consistent podcasts, you know, and like now, you know, the growth of it, and where you see the future progression and, and, or what are you at least excited for to come, you know? So I'm yeah. curious. Um, so, uh, 
people who know, like, you know, uh, prior to me doing anything work or ideas prior to starting anything, like, I'm, you know, that's when you see me on grind mode. Like, usually I don't really contact too many people when I'm on grind mode and they don't even know what I'm doing. And because I don't really, like, uh, express too much of my ideas to too many people. And it's not like, it's not like a trust issue or anything like that. I'm just, like, very focused. So, like, you know, when... You know, when it comes to the paperwork, the documents, uh, how to perfect myself, all that thing. Like, I always do my research, things like that. So I'm even doing my own logo design because I did I did a lot of things from scratch. Like, the, the, the logo that you see for the podcast, I did that. The flyers you see for the, the, the podcast, I did that. Uh, the social media, most of the promoting and advertising and booking the people, you know, I did that, all that stuff. So I booked a lot of people prior to even beginning the, pro- the podcast. Right, wow. Um, so, uh, because all I did was really share a message about what the podcast was about. And they were just like, yo, like, I'm on board with it, you know, especially helping black people. You know, I'm very, you know, I love all people, but I always say this, I'm, I'm pro-black first. So, uh, and that's something that I always want to try because like I said, I'm always a giving person. I'm giving in nature. Uh, I like to serve back. And then um, when I saw people doing podcasts, I was just like, yo, podcast is so dope because like, I love getting into deep conversations. And I, I know we talked a little bit about this prior to as far as like governmental stuff, all these things that's going on in the world. It's just like, I love that. And then what better way than to put that on a platform where it's right. opening up a space for a lot of black creators and entrepreneurs and things like that, or even like-minded people, maybe some people may disagree or whatever the case would be, but it's opening a conversation because I don't like to be the yes man. I don't like to be the person that's like, I have friends and we just like, we all have the same, like just yes, yes, if we're agreeing to everything. Right. So it's, it's, I always love to evolve and like stimulate my mind with perspective, um, you know, what other people's going through, stories, experience and things like that. So podcast was like a very good combination of conversation, networking, uh, meeting new people, um, having black people come together, you know, to have a conversation. And then like, so one thing I was grateful for about the podcast is like the feedback that I was getting. Mm-hmm. And it, whether it's in person or offline or whatever the case may be. Right. And then people say like, yo, this is therapeutic. It made me think about life differently. It made me think about my relationship differently. It made me think about sometimes business. Because we talk about business. I, I invite people right. that have uh, business professions as well and experiences onto the podcast as well. So it made them think about so many different things. But, you know, more of the heavy topics is relationships and dating. That's what the people are, like, really interested in, which I don't mind. The juicy and, stuff. Yeah, the juicy stuff, you know. So... But I loved it, you know. And then when I transitioned into the YouTube space, I was just like, okay, we, people need to see this visually. Even though I was doing okay, mm-hmm. uh, the audio-wise, but I was like, okay, people want to see this visually. Right. Uh, you know, and it showed that people was really tuning in and, and yeah. giving like, yo, like, you know, you, you should do this on YouTube, da, 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 whatever. I was like, all right, cool. You know, it took a little bit of a while because it took like maybe like <laughs> a little bit past halfway the season to try to transition into YouTube. Even though I started up a little bit and I wasn't consistent with it, Okay. Uh, but you know it, it, to see that and to to network with so many different people and to invite them to my space which was the only thing that I was kind of shaky about too was um, but I was like okay let me put NDAs let me th- do this so for me to think about all these different things without really nobody helping me because I already I already learned from so many people prior to me as far as business as far as talking to like uh, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, millionaires whatever the case may be yeah and then one thing I had to keep in mind too was that as I'm progressing with this it's like um 
don't think about the numbers, you know, think about the content, the passion, you know, is, is this something that you really want to drive and push forward with, regardless if it does well or not, you know, and um, trust me, I had my trials and errors with prior businesses and being a team leader of other things as well. But this is something that I was really keen on because it, it feels like something that I could adapt it anywhere. You know, yeah. I could go, I don't have to be in New York, even though I love New York, you know, I could go this anywhere and do a podcast. Right. But the thing is that if I'm building a team with it, will they transition with me? And then, but it's, it's, it's still dope because even though I could connect with them virtually, Zoom calls, IG lives, like we're doing now, whatever they think, whatever the case may be, it's adaptable. So, so that was the, the, the one thing that I enjoyed. So pre, prior to it, there was a lot of research, a lot of like taking my time, coming with the right name, uh, incorporating the word, obviously, Black Pill, you know, inspired by the Matrix movie, anything like that. And um, making sure that all my guests was Black. You know, that was one thing. I didn't want to stray. I didn't want to like, and this, like I said, no offense. Anybody can listen to the podcast. That's the thing. Anybody can listen and watch it. But it's just to stick to the, that's my target audience. That's my preference, preferable target audience is, you know, Black. I want to be a person of culture, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, uh, I didn't want to stray for that because there's people that say, say, give me other ideas. It's like, you know, I want you to mix in a little bit of this or whatever, or add a, um, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, I want to stay away from like uh, celebrity gossip too. Um, I want I wanted topics that anybody can look into and then they yeah. can relate to. Whether it's yeah. like, you know, I'm even looking at my list of things. I, I went from like creative your creative process, traveling, uh, the points of ownership, dating. Uh, sometimes I throw in game nights too. So just to you know mix it up and have a little fun. Um, uh, they're a black woman, they're a black man. Uh, I talked about double standards, uh, looks over personality. I had so many ranges of topics. So yeah. people can look at it, people can look at the journey of, you know, the progress. Cause like when yeah. I started off, it was like, I was shaky. I was like, my, like when I get passionate, one thing that I had a habit of was like, if I'm really passionate, I'll talk really fast. So I'll talk like a lot faster, mm -hmm. but uh, I learned to like pace myself. Uh, right. I learned how to moderate. You know, because uh, I tell you now, uh, people who should know this, uh, if you're a podcaster, to moderate, to come up with, you know, ideas, key points, and to control the conversation and let everybody talk is not always easy. It may look easy on paper or, or on TV when you're looking at them and you're watching them, it's easy to watch them. But to be in the position to to lead, to moderate, to come up with topics, to 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 get feedback from people, to improve and everything like that, to book people. Um, especially I'm, I'm doing this week, week after week after week. Um, I only took like two breaks. I took like one break during the summer because there was a lot of people's birthdays. So I had to take it. So it was a good time to take a break. Um, I think it was around July, cancer season, uh, you know, it's too much birthdays. Um and then, season. <laughs> and then during like Christmas falling into now, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. Prior to like me taking the work break uh, vacation yeah. and everything like that. So those are the only two breaks that I took. But the other day, it was just consistent booking, like just trying to get people on. And things. There was times when I even, this before you were at least, uh, this was earlier during the summer uh, of last year. And um, uh, yeah, summer and spring. I was even doing two, maybe sometimes three recordings in one night. Mm. I was I was on it. I was on it. That's that work but, ethic. That's dedication yeah. right there. Yeah, but I was burning me out. So I couldn't I had to stop doing that. So I did it like one one hour recording as, as a give or take, you know, 
uh, good ground. And uh, but I'm excited about it. I love all the the people that join, uh, all the people that support it. Uh, as far as the listening, uh, the, the listening parser, I think we reached close to a thousand. Um, and the YouTube content, like I said, I'm still working on it because, like, I, I was even expressing ideas about uh, how to attract people as far as members, yes. how to attract people as far as uh, incorporating the TikTok space and everything like that. So right. I'm not so much of a uh, good with those transitions. Uh, I know Elise has been working on her YouTube content mm-hmm. and doing TikToks and things like that. And you, you have more of a business mind uh, experience and stuff. So fusing all that together will make you know, this podcast or, right. you know, this platform for us a lot, a lot better. Cause like, it was mostly me. I had teammates before and I was grateful for them too. And, uh, but I learned from them. I transitioned on and that's just the way it works with the podcast. You know, you see what works, you see what doesn't work. Um, but this year is like with the, the new season, which we're going to start um, next week. Um, just game back on grind mode. Um, I already had some people booked, which I'm excited for. And like just to incorporate all these ideas and just like share those ideas with you, at least, and whoever wants to be a part of that journey. It's like, you know, I'm like, I'm ready, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to get back on it. So I'm excited for the new people that's coming to uh be a part of the podcast journey. Uh people who want to book, people who just want to listen in, be a guest, or whatever the case would be. It's just like I'm grateful for all of that. So like, uh, but we are gonna update to new things, uh better things. Um and yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. I, I don't want to speak too much on it, but you know, when it when it starts rolling in, people will start to notice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they'll see it. Yeah. So all right. This this is the close out. So yeah, um any last words, Kiara, that you want to share before we like uh close out this last episode of the podcast? Happy New Year, everyone. 2022 is that year. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, like, uh, and what my closing words is just like, you know, see every day as a blessing, be grateful, you know, whether you need the rest, where you need to work on something, where you need to connect with a a loved one or a family member, a friend, whoever the case would be, like, treat every day as an opportunity to be better, um, to learn, um, and to, um, yeah, just to evolve mentally too, like, you know, check is checking with people, um, and you know, you know, put your passion up there as well. You know, so that's something I struggle with a little bit too. It's like you know, prioritize things in life that you need to prioritize, and don't let anything tear you down. So, uh, yes, and thank you, Kiara. Thank you for being part of this last uh, episode of the first season. As I told, yes, as I told uh, the viewers and uh, people, and I also appreciate everybody that was joining earlier and then also joining in now. Um, and like I said before, uh, we're going to start the new season, second season of the podcast next week. Um, and, uh, you'll see details of that following the, like early next week. So details of that is going to be following up early next week. Um, uh, we have dope special guests lined up already. Uh, we're going to have more dope guests obviously lined up. And, uh, yeah, you know, just great ideas, things that I'm just excited to share with y'all and then just to be a part of this journey. So follow us. Make sure you follow us, uh, as, as always, the Black Pill uh, Society. Uh, we still have a Patreon, which is still going to be worked on as far as, like, new things, new content, things to invite more members, to, to bring more initiative as well. 
So uh, stay tuned for that as well. And uh, yeah, so this concludes this episode of the Black Pill Podcast. Uh, I am your host. You can follow me at theobj at T-H-E-O-B-I-J-A-Y. That's my personal Instagram. If you want to follow me, if you want to DM me, if you want advice, uh, you want to be a guest, anything, just DM me or DM this platform at the Black Pill Society. And Kiara, where can they follow you? You can follow me at K-I-A-R-A underscore A-L-E-Y-I-A. Kiara Lee. Dope, dope, dope. All right. And I hope everybody has a good night. You know, this is 2022. Uh, new year. I don't know if I say the thing. <laughs> <laughs> new year. Yeah, but, new me, I'll say it. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. But like... <laughs> You know, New Year, uh, just, just, just always grow, man. Always grow and be in the loving space as well. So, uh, yes, uh, not to say too much uh, to close out. This is your host OBJ of the Blackfoot Podcast signing out. Hey.